Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. You can check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That's our website. And it has everything that we produce. Our music videos, our music itself, and our podcast. That's audioapesmusic.com. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. Follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes. We have two Twitters. One is for the music, which is at Audio Apes. One is for the podcast, which is at Hanging with Apes. Yeah, audioapesmusic.com. This is Hanging with Apes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Uh, let's get right into it. Yeah. A lot going on in the world, yep. man. You know what? Like, we we uh, well, okay. Well, we're we're recording this on August tenth, and our last podcast I think we put out July twenty seventh. So okay. we definitely got to work on the consistency. Yes. Um, yes. You know what I'm saying. But but in the in that time frame. We we recorded a music video, which we're now currently, yeah, you know, we, we shot a music producing video, or filming. It's in post production, so that's exciting. Yeah, that's that's good. Getting some other stuff uh, prepped up and ready to put out there. Doing some research. It's tough being an independent artist. It is. It's not it easy. Um, it's a lot of work. You got to do everything, like everything. Yeah. No. Like I, like things that I think the average person takes for granted, like artwork. Yeah. People yeah, don't art. appreciate artwork. <laughs> hard work, uh No, not hard work, artwork. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Artwork. Oh the hard work. Did I say artwork? hard work? Shit. Hard work to make the artwork. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, artwork, um shit. Everything. Every little thing that people probably don't even think about when they listen to to music. Well, imagine if the artist is you independent. Engage with an artist, yeah. yeah. It's just you know artwork. It's you know getting the publishing right. Um, you know the song making the song is the easy part. That's yeah. the easy. But that's the fun part. And then everything else is just like you know you got to work uh, meticulously and but and you learn know what? I've, on, on the process. I've learned mm-hmm. to have fun with the other parts of it. Like yeah, yeah, it's starting to become fun. Like at first, I felt very overwhelmed, um, especially because like you and I were the ones like do, do that do all of that. Yeah, and so it, it was overwhelming at first. But since like we spent so much time laying the groundwork, I realized when it comes to research and when when it comes to something that you want to do or you know you need to do, you got to just jump right in. And get it done. Yeah, and just, just dedicate the hours. Because I mean, I the majority of our artwork, I would say, or at least half of it, I've created. I've I've done. Yeah. I know Eric has done a lot of our artwork. I, I've done a lot of our artwork, and um, I just jumped in and learned Photoshop. You know, I didn't know oh, yeah. anything yeah. about Photoshop. I just jumped <laughs> in and learned it. Same thing with uh, Squarespace building the website. Remember, like we, what, what was it that we, Weebly? We used Weebly before, and it was fucking god awful. Yeah, it was. It was not great. And uh, well, we tried Squarespace first, but it was like real complicated. 
And then I guess they they switched it up because no, you had it, done it, research. It, it was the same. I just jumped in and learned it. Yeah. Well, because before, see, this time around, it seemed simpler, obviously, because you knew about it. But, like, I remember when we tried the first time, it had no, like, there yeah. was no way of, it, like, we it, tried it, putting our artwork there. It's and It's simple like, what the when hell? somebody points it out, you know, and... And a lot of things you can get help from YouTube, especially with Photoshop, because pretty much, like, I learned Photoshop through YouTube, like, just watching a bunch of YouTube videos, how to do this. Anytime I came to to a cross war, a crossroad or a corner that I was uncertain as to how to continue, yeah. I would look it just up on it. Photoshop. Yeah. And, I mean, on YouTube, on YouTube how to do it on Photoshop. Photoshop. And uh, it, it's worked. And you so. know what? Honestly, like, um, that's something that, like, people that are going to this like this these music classes or, or uh, music school and it's like overly expensive sometimes they should probably take it a notch back and be like well maybe i could learn this by myself because i'm i'm spending thousands and thousands of dollars to and to be outdone by guys who never went to school for this isn't that crazy yeah because we've never we never went to school for this stuff and i feel like, you know, like we could teach like independent music 101 yeah, yeah. Which was actually from, from the groundwork yeah. of writing the song, like the fundamentals of writing a song, yeah. to the the groundwork and fundamentals of recording the song, the groundwork and fundamentals of mixing and mastering, the groundwork and fundamentals of a music video, mm-hmm. of of a YouTube profile, of getting your music on on Apple Music and and iTunes, Google Play, press release, press release. You know what I'm saying? artwork you know yeah, press release writing <laughs> there's people that i've met that have been in their third year of college and don't even know what we're talking about right now yeah yeah seventy thousand dollars in debt trying to become an artist like you don't you, nobody can teach you to be that no 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 one can teach you to be that and everything else that you would learn is just like the the technical aspects, which you can learn, if you if you just use the resources that are that are out there for you, you know, like um, I remember even like making my first beat, like I was like, what was it? Um, as a matter of fact, it was with it was before I met Eric, which Eric uh, he used to be with us. Uh, well, he still is. It's just is we're in a temporary hiatus with uh, Fabo Funny. But we used to do videos with him on uh, in Fabo Funny, and he also does music videos on his own. And and I met him when I used to work security downtown. And and um, well, what well, was him and uh, Melissa R- Rochelle, who's also uh, done videos uh, with Fabo Funny. She's a far uh, a Fabo Funny uh, member. Um, and I remember when I i had already made a couple beats or whatever and then with him he he kind of like knew more like vsts and all that stuff but he just didn't know like the basics of like hip-hop and that's when i was like okay cool this is uh this is how you do it this is dude within the first hour we made the that well we haven't even released the like we haven't re- even written a song to it but it's it's a really badass beat that we have Within like the first hour, once he knew the fundamentals, and then like with the with the equipment and the VSCs that he had, we made our, our like first like really good beat, and um and then anything else we just would go on YouTube like oh shit how to get this sound okay how to get uh, uh Kanye West type drums and then YouTube has it YouTube is like the 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 magical thing about about YouTube it's like it has all these tutorials 
Then for Fable Funny, remember the rig um, on Cornelius uh, or Neil or Big Baby. Um, he he's also part of Fable Funny, and he we we needed to to make a rig for the camera. And again, we're like, fuck, we're not gonna spend thousands of dollars on a rig. So he took it upon himself to look at different uh, rigs, and then he's like, let's go to Home Depot. We bought PVC, and like made a rig <laughs> and like the rig looked like just like the one that, that the company was selling for a thousand dollars and like we did that for like 20 bucks maybe less i'll say 20 but i'm pretty sure it was a little bit less than 20 bucks you know buying the spray paint to make it matte black and then obviously the glue and then the pvc which is super cheap it was it was cheap so it's, it's crazy how far it can get you really? you know you know there uh right now there's this um website that if you pay a fee i'm not sure how much it is where anything that you want to learn yeah. uh somebody that specializes in it will teach you how to do it and it, it's killing me because for the life of me i can't think of what the company the is. name of the website is but uh i've heard it in a few different advertisements and a few different podcasts and uh, i think it's real interesting so it's just cool how all of that is coming to be between youtube and you know websites like that and people just teaching each other and it's sort of in a way making a lot of college classrooms sort of obsolete if you think about it obviously there's some things that you'll always need college for and you'll always need universities and a general school of thought for but there's a lot of stuff that you know can yeah. be taught and it just begs the question how necessary is the college classroom you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you know it was refreshing too uh us doing the video because when we went to go um me and me and twiz uh we went to go pick up the the files so we could kind of go over it so the way we work usually is we'll let like the person who recorded the video who um do a first draft of it and then from there we're able to kind of like direct it towards the direction we want to so that's the step we're in right now with with our latest music video so when we went to go pick it up and um and we went to the studio uh in which we recorded most of our first ep at uh concrete jungle and if you haven't heard concrete jungle you should go to our soundcloud at audio apes and check it out tell us what you think but anyway um and we went and it was cool because uh, the head engineer the chief engineer over there uh cruise which is an amazing engineer if you guys ever come to chicago or anyone that that that's listening to this that does music or anything and you're in the chicago area definitely go to the jungle and and ask for uh you know the chief engineer cruise if if uh if you want like really good work well he was he actually was telling us about like how he wants to help new artists or artists that are coming into the studio by helping them promote their stuff and helping them kind of cross promote and stuff like that and that was like a really cool idea because like that is one thing that i noticed about us and then noticing other artists and and noticing like from people that have shot our videos to 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 even the engineers that we work with that like a lot of artists they think it just stops at the song yeah so it's like oh yeah we'll we'll put not even taking it to the step of mixing and mastering yeah literally stepping into the booth and laying vocals and that's where it, yeah. you know the buck stops for a lot of artists yeah which is which is that's not even like 
0.1%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not even 0.1%. So I thought that was like a really good idea from, from uh, Cruz and, and the people at the jungle is like they'll help kind of upstart that ideal in, in the artist. I, I thought that was that was amazing, and I know when when he presented to us, you were telling him the same thing. You were like, "Yeah, this is this is really good," because you need that. And I, I think sometimes people they get kind of tunnel vision. I was like, oh, music, music, music. But yeah, you know, depends on what. If if you just want to do it for just for fun, that's fine. But if you want to like kind of make some moves with it or or try and make the music make at least a little bit of money for you or whatever whatever the case is for you, you there's definitely a lot more steps to go. Yeah, a lot more stuff, and it's essential in in taking the the artistry serious. Let's say somebody doesn't even have the want or the idea that it would become mainstream or or blow up in a major capacity. If you're a serious artist, you still need that presentation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's uh it's definitely a, a a part of it. Which speaking of artists, I have to. Uh, I guess in a sense, uh, retract something I've said on this podcast before about Vic Mensa. Because I've always thought uh, like Vic Mensa was sort of one of those like mumble rappers, mumble yeah. uh, drill, Chief Keef, Chief Keef type of rapper. Yeah. Now, by no means am I about to say that he's like a great <laughs> rapper. <laughs> the most amazing. Or, or the most amazing. But I will say... That uh, today I listened to his latest album called The Autobiography. And there were some pretty good cuts on it. You know, it's not like mind-blowing and, you know, life-changing or anything like that. But it was interesting. It was pretty good to listen to. There was some good lyrical content, some good songwriting in it, some some good production. Uh, so I did... I did have him categorized wrong. I took yeah. him for the typical like mumble rapper, high as fuck mumble drill rapper. Uh, now, by no means does this change what I said about how he responded to DJ Academics yeah. with that uh, everyday struggle interview. I'm not saying that that yeah. I feel any differently yeah. about the response because that had more to do with the the subject of of uh of of you know the chicago rap and and the the situation in chicago and the shooting rather than like you know drill rap or being a good rapper or not being a good rapper uh so by no means am i changing that but in that in that episode i did categorize him wrong and yeah. you know as a as a a credible journalist with integrity you have to retract when when you say stuff like that uh, yeah. Which is, you know, more than most major media does these days. Yeah, it's like right? CNN, <laughs> MSNBC, whenever do that. And that ain't even that much of a slip up, really. Yeah. Because yeah. he is in that surrounding. Like, that's who he hangs out with. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's not, but but I did, it's, it's not that far from the truth, but I didn't give him his full fair shake. So yeah, in that yeah. regard, you know, I, I think I should correct that. Cause, cause I saw a music video. I don't know if it's for the new one or not. For for the new project in which like it's like a background and it's like um. He he's he's rapping. He's in the middle and it's like like uh, targets, like shooting targets, kind of moving up and down or whatever. I was like, oh wow. I was I was also surprised because that's when I was like, 
that's when I was like, oh, wow, he has some lyrical content. And also, like, the video seems like, you know, it's a pretty cool, simple idea. So his thought process is, is not bad. And um, and so that's why when you told me today, I was like, you were like, because you, you told me, and you're like, you're going to be surprised about this. And I was like, well, after seeing that song and that music video, I was like, no, I'm not. Like, he, he I could tell he has skill. And, 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 and then if he furthers that along like and and tries to build it as much as he can then uh he could he could be taken even more serious too it's just i guess the people like you said that he hangs around with yeah he gives off that and that and he's vibe. sort of caught up in it in a sense that you don't see any signs or indication that he thinks outside of the chicago scene yeah you're not seeing i i at least from the music and what i heard i didn't gather that uh you know he thinks too much outside of that yeah you know where from the moment you heard eminem or 50 cent like you could tell that they had big thoughts you know what i'm saying yeah even if their situation wasn't necessarily big they had big thoughts you don't really get that from him not to say that like you know that'll never develop but that doesn't mean that the music isn't isn't good or 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 listenable which, which, you know, like I said, there were some cuts on the album that I thought were good. And how I came across it yeah. was I was listening to uh, a Brilliant Idiots podcast. Mm-hmm. With, you know, the, the one with Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz. And it was funny because they were talking about Charlemagne's book. And for how many weeks the book has been pretty re- relevant. You know, on Twitter, people yeah. talking about it, reviews and, and whatnot. Which... I read it. I thought it was a great book. Yeah. Uh, you ended up reading it too, right? Yeah, yeah, I finished it. Uh, really it, good book, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Andrew Schultz said, hey, man, like your book has been more relevant. It has been relevant for a longer time period than Jay-Z's 444. And, you know, Charlamagne's like, nah, get out of here. I don't think so. <laughs> but then Charlamagne's like, oh, you know, maybe you're right because he said that he was bumping 444 for a while, but what made him stop bumping 444 was... Vic Mensa's the autobiography, and I was like, "Yeah, and this motherfucker stopped listening to 444 yeah. for that album." And he, you know, he was raving about it. So I was like, "You know, I gotta check it out." And sure enough, I did. And and I, it's it's I don't think it's anywhere near 44, 444 or as good as it, no. any anything close to it. But like I said, there's some good cuts on it. 444 came close to being like what I would want to hear a rap album to be. And I think what held it back was production. I thought the production wasn't bad. I thought if it suited him, but I'll, and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not before on 444, because the subject matter is amazing and is next level. But I just think that I want to hear that from a younger rapper. And I want to hear it with the hunger of a younger rapper, because this one was kind of like from a guy that's, you know, he's been there, done that. You know what I mean? And then you see the parallel between that and uh, well, um, Vic Mensa's album, which is very, you know, kind of this contained. is Chicago, yeah. very contained. That's what I want to hear from new artists is like, stop being contained. L- like the world is bigger than whatever you're, you come from. And like you have a voice and you have a fan base. Like you got to start making people evolve. And to me, that's that's my problem with rap right now. It is even the good even even what's good in rap and 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 hip hop um it's not 
really really not even in rap and hip-hop really music right now is a little stagnant in in the in the vision i i feel like you know what i mean yeah i don't feel like it's it, like, like for example and and uh watching the defiant ones the uh, documentary of uh it, it's a it's an hbo documentary and it's about it focuses on dr dre and jimmy Iveen and kind of like their roads to where they're at um seeing that and, and and looking at all the artists that were part of their circle, it's like they pushed the envelope. You know what I mean? Like it felt like this was a movement, and it was. And it's like it's so historic because like it starts from from I mean these guys worked with uh, Jimmy. I even worked with John Lennon. Dr. Dre was part of N.W.A. and starting it, and pretty much like the the guy running the show when it came to the sound of it. To to now, you know what I'm saying? To all the way to Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy, all the way to U2 and and Gwen, you know, um, Gwen Stefani, and you know, you see Eminem and Fifty Cent and Tupac, and which is crazy. It's like you need that in music, and I feel like I don't know, I don't, I don't feel that right now from music. I feel it's very like kind of just party or like street it, shit, it's, and that's yeah, it. it's uh, a little mundane. The reason why I think it's that way, though is because we live in a time where artists and I'm talking all artists really no. not just you know music artists but even directors and writers and authors you know just artists in general yeah they have to or they don't have to but a lot of them are choosing to play it safe because because fear of of uh, outrage and and backlash so fuck that you know i i agree yeah. totally with hell yeah fuck that but, but but you know by saying fuck that you yeah. risk losing your fan base yeah. or you risk losing support because it's like okay look at if you if you think about it jay-z received backlash for 444 when when he was talking about the you know the the money gram phones. He would, you know, like oh, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a disconnect. We don't call that money over here, and just the numerous things that he said that I saw so many comments of people rebelling against. You know, yeah. because they're on that shit, so they became in turn rather than like take that in and learn from it, or at least think about the idea that hey, you know what, maybe there is stuff. That he's saying on here that's true or that I can apply. Yeah. Now they were like, nah, fuck that shit. Like, nah, Jay Z, man, that 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 album ain't for regular people. That's for rich people, whatever, whatever. Or or one uh, one uh, uh, comment that I I mentioned that I saw on Twitter was uh, somebody saying, oh, uh, you should never take financial advice from a rich person, which made absolutely no sense. Uh, <laughs> fucking but, moron. But but stuff like that. Yeah. So in, in in people's own way, they rebelled and they backlashed against that. Yeah. But Jay Z's at a, a level where that's not really that important to him. Like people's backlash. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he could get away with saying that stuff. But a lower level artist may not be able to. So uh -huh. I think a lot of artists in turn are taking the safe route. And and. Okay, this is this is fucked up, and and you do have a very big point because if you start really like getting at these motherfuckers like on some inner scope aftermath shit like back then, you know what I'm saying? Like you saw what happened to what's happening over at Google and YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Like who's to say you you start saying shit that's real 
controversial and it's a music video you're getting millions of views and then YouTube says boop you're out yeah so it's like you can't really even I, I see what you're saying it's like you, you have to watch what you say at, at a certain extent and um and, and and then this this calls for like fucking starting another YouTube because or, or someone someone having to start something uh, to compete against YouTube, which is actually just freedom of speech. Because right. like, think of all the great music that that would probably have been banned during during the '90s or early 2000s. Oh, if it, if it was released today, had it been uh, done on YouTube today? Oh yeah, oh, there would be no Marilyn Manson or no, no Eminem, no Eminem, no. So like, so like, right now is the perfect. And, and, and for the audience listening that that um, isn't fully caught up on what we mean by what's going on at YouTube, mm-hmm. is YouTube has a set of guidelines that they've recently pushed out that has um, kind of put a lot of videos and a lot of uh, video producers in limbo. Because it's um, censorship, really. So it's like if your video is is uh, overly explicit, or if if somebody deems it offensive, or if somebody flags it, then YouTube itself will flag it and even possibly to remove it or block it, and stuff that is really not offensive uh, in and of itself. So, for instance, uh. Like one example that I could give you is there's a, a, a YouTube channel that I like. It used to be called The Amazing Atheist. Now The Amazing Atheist had to change his YouTube channel to TJ Kirk because as it turns out, atheist is offensive. So you can't you can't have that channel, you know, stuff like that. Or they're putting videos in like this weird sort of purgatory limbo place where you can't really um text out the the link or if you or if you send out the link when people click it it's nothing uh and it won't come up as a suggested video so doing a lot of things that uh are hindering the growth of certain youtube channels and certain youtube videos that you know people might find offensive but literally everything in the world can be offensive like literally like there's yeah. no yeah. like you could be offended by anything like you could have on the color green right now and i could say i'm offended by that like that that and color offends me and he is offended you know what i'm saying <laughs> um yeah it's fucked up like it's it, it, it's 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 a scary time right now when it comes to like youtube which is the biggest i mean form of visual entertainment or visual you know like uh inter- yeah just entertainment in general because podcasting music videos so you're now you're you're taking people's thoughts and as you're saying well it's controversial we we don't want none of that and it's like there's no part there, there's no time right now for sensitivity like just let people speak their minds and it is what it is you don't have to agree with them but you can't that that's infringing on free speech for everyone i'm not an atheist i, I believe in god I'm not going to get offended if I see the amazing atheist. You know what I'm no, saying? Like, exactly. whatever. It that, is what it that's is. That's crazy. Uh, he is, has his thoughts. Is, is, uh, since when has challenging people's sensibilities been such a crime? You know? Yeah. Like, Fuck that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, So so what's going to have to happen is uh, we might have to do this shit. Because if no one else does, we might. So the apes might have to start a new YouTube. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Well, fuck it. 
we'll, we'll, I, I don't know what other because uh, I know Vimeo is way different than YouTube but shit fuck it any of the porn websites that fucking ha- look just like YouTube we're gonna fucking contact her as be like hey what's that algorithm yeah you know <laughs> and just see what you know what it, you it do. does it does definitely definitely open the door yeah. for uh, people to 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 dive in and uh, and and start looking at other alternatives to YouTube because if if this censorship is going to continue and i understand a small degree of censorship obviously yeah. like if it's some fucking yeah smut porn yeah. fucking some fucked up ass shit right or, or, or if you're it. calling people to go t- like uh, on some on a ramp you know like you know some terrorizing people type shit yeah that 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 doesn't belong because that that's you're just inciting violence like if 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 uh i don't know if fucking right now you know how they're protesting and shit all the time if now they're calling in for fucking you know we got to take action this is how we're going to do it and have a youtube just set for well no that's not that's not what youtube is for we're not here to fucking start revolutions everywhere or whatever this is for entertainment so if you as an educated person uh have a have a, a viewpoint or as an artist have a way to you know use artistry to to prove a point let it happen let it be and don't get so offended yeah. But but I see what you're saying, you know, like you can't just have anything on there, you know. Yeah, and and you know, we recently have learned because the, there's a lot of evidence that points and suggests to Google being very left leaning because obviously Google owns YouTube, and you're seeing that a lot of these YouTube channels that have right leaning uh, videos having- or right leaning vi- uh, messages. They're the ones sort of getting flagged or, or their videos put in, in, in like a, a weird purgatory type of limbo. Yeah. Or just flat out removed. That coupled with that recent uh, thing, uh, the, the oh, news story yeah. with the guy James Damore, that he was a chief or I don't know if he was a chief, but I know he was an engineer at Google. Yeah. Uh, I believe he was a chief engineer, but I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, and he he released. They're calling it a manifesto, but he, it was a memo. Christ, a manifesto. <laughs> yeah, they're calling it the the fucking media. You know what they're calling it? An anti diversity manifesto. And in the first fucking line of the memo, he says that he values diversity. The first fucking line in the manifesto. Uh, I'm now. I'm calling it a manifesto. You've been <laughs> they fucking got me. brainwashed. I got got. No, <laughs> but the first line in the in the memo, he says, he says that I value diversity, and they're calling it an anti-diversity manifesto. The, the and, sensitivity and, of these fucking people. And, and what's God, crazy? Damn. And what's crazy about it is, first off, that shows that none of these motherfuckers read that shit. Uh, and and number two. If you read it, which I did, it's like a ten-page memo. It's a it's a quick little read. There's nothing unprofessional in it, nothing demeaning in it, nothing sexist in it, nothing racist in it. And they fired him because because there was a, a, a an outcry, you know, of people that were anti truth and facts, really, because that's all that memo was 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 truth. And facts about yeah. about what's going on at Google, their apparent agenda. Yeah. 
the 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 differences in between the drives of yeah. men and women, which which there's a whole bunch of research and data out there that shows. And there there's been a lot of people in the science community that have come out and said that they may not necessarily agree with his motives or intent yeah. of the memo, but that the the science in the memo displayed yeah. is spot on. So and you can't argue with that. So what they're saying is that they may not have necessarily put that memo out or thought that there was a cause for the memo, but they do agree and say that the, his science is spot on. Like the, everything that was cited, the statistics, it's all true. And you brought up a, a fucking hilarious point. This shit had me laughing because uh, <laughs> you were like when he said about women being a little bit more emotional, emotional than men. Than men and then they got mad and didn't go to work the next day. Right. There was a group of them that got mad and didn't go to work the next day because of their emotions. <laughs> Which is like if someone said some about men or whatever. I, Which I, I, NPR rep, NPR reported that, and like so right there, like that that's showing the truth in it. Yeah. Generally, generally speaking, because not everyone but, is yeah. exactly not everyone not everybody fits is that the mold. same. But if you're talking about groups of people and you're collecting data, you're speaking in general terms. Yeah, and this is what the data shows. Yeah, yeah. There's a it's like Game of Thrones. There's there's a Sansa Starks and then there's an Arya Starks. Uh, um, and if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, Arya Stark she doesn't want to fit the mold that most women, you know, have in in, in that show. She wanted to do her own thing, and she did. And there's women out there who don't want the same roles that women have in society. And, yeah, then go, you know, do your thing then. You know what I'm saying? But generally speaking... Exactly. Is generally speaking. We, I mean, you can't you can't take that and, and, and get butthurt over that because if we're generally speaking, that's just what the, 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 the science proves. That's not to say that you as an individual... Um, are like that. That just goes to show that you know, in the with the masses, and when it, when it comes to the masses, it's you know a certain race or a certain gender uh, sway a certain different you know way. That's their thing. But and that and that that's all that was said in in, in the memo. It, it I don't I didn't feel that he was just saying oh yeah women they're all like this you know no, no it's not like and, that. And originally when I first read the headlines. That's what I thought. I thought some engineer at Google fucking got high or lost his shit, came yeah. to work, and emailed some crazy rant, some crazy sexist rant, and they fired him for it. No, when I read the story and I, I followed up and did a little research, it was a totally professional, civilized memo yeah. that really was designed to serve for the betterment of Google, yeah. really. It wasn't, it wasn't even anything... Uh, uh, trying to bring Google down. It was saying, yeah. hey, you know what? These are some suggestions. And if you look at this, this, and this, we can make this, you know, a, yeah. a better place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if I was ever, and I'm never going to because, I mean, that's just not even in my field. But uh, if I was ever to go and try and work for Google, I don't want them to hire me because I'm fucking Latino. No, don't hire me. Hire me for what I'm saying. And like what I'm what presenting produce, to you yeah. and what I produce, that's what I want you to fucking hire me for. Not because, oh, well, you're of brown skin and we need that diversity, Medina. You know what I'm saying? Like, RX Phonics, you're in. 
because we fucks with you Latinos. They're like, no, not with the, just me and what I what I brought to the table. Just accept me for that. I don't I don't need you to fucking accept me for for what uh, you know what race I am or what if I'm a man or a woman. Yeah. Like, and and that's where people have it wrong. And that's where I think is that's what I think is so fucked up about identity politics is you shouldn't even want it like that. If you're one of those, uh, how do they say, uh, oppressed or marginalized voices, yeah. you shouldn't want that because when you do reach a certain level of success, you're going to have in back of the, your head and in your thought process, man, you know what? The only reason I'm here or the only reason I achieved this was because of somebody's handout. Because yeah. remember that time we went out with Core? And, you know, we were by Rush Street and like all those, you know, white kids were out and acting drunk and almost getting ran over by the cars. And, you know, we we told that story on the podcast before, Mm -hmm. but it was something kind of cool knowing that our behavior, our status, our our uh, financial uh, 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 status. Yeah was elevated beyond them and nobody helped us achieve that it it just was you know what i'm saying so if you really if you really want that feeling or that level of success then you need to work with it like you need to work for it because i'm pretty sure that like any of the female ceos that are out there they're not on some oh well you know i want it handed to me because i'm a woman no i'm gonna work as hard as a guy and i'm gonna get it and you know they get it and it feels it feels good knowing like hey I'm here uh, and you know I didn't I didn't get help and um, not only that but it's like you know that's just a formula for you to become better because if things are too easy then you don't really appreciate the the process as 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 hard as you should you know what I mean like and you're not as good yeah yeah you see this in in um, in in different players in every sport you know like. The ones who really work on their craft, on every aspect of it. And then you wonder why they're, you know, so amazing. Well, that's why. Because they worked on every single craft. You know what I mean? Like, you see that from, 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 uh, I mean, look at LeBron when he first started to now. Like, just advance in every aspect. And in life, you know, you don't have to be an athlete, but just you always know, okay, this year I got to work on my finances and reach this financial goal. And I want to start up this, you know, company or I want to start this or, you know, whatever you want to start, that's your goals. And, and no one's going to help you, you know, so you just go and get it and 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 believe and have faith in, in what you bring to the table and, and make the best choices possible to get there. But the shortcut, you know, or which I, I would perceive as a shortcut is, if you know, you're getting help just because of where you come from or you know what I'm saying you don't you don't we don't need that like you know what help would be good and I've said this before like in one of our first episodes I don't even know which one which is like if 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 they had like classes for younger kids on finances that would help like that's information I want information yeah. so then I can then be better I don't want you to just make it happen for me cuz then I don't have the information like for example if if we blow up tomorrow, if if our next music video hits a hundred million views, you know what I'm saying, like, and and we we just get th- you know thrusted into the spotlight, 
I know how he got there. That feels good. Now, somewhere along the line, if let's say we were signed and that happened, it's like you still don't feel, you still feel kind of of a slave to it because you don't really know how to get there on your own. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you see that some some of these big artists will get released and then they don't really know how to do all this stuff. Yeah, maneuver through the world of entertainment. Yeah, because I feel. Yeah, I would feel comfortable because yeah. we know we've done it. We we've been in the trenches, so it feels that much more better because uh, you're like, okay, I know how to get there. I know how to make this happen again and again and even become better. And I feel that that's what you need in life. You need to take ownership of whatever you want to do and and not rely on you know the person next to you. Or rely on why the per- or, or or pay attention to why the person next to you might be better off than you. Like that doesn't matter. That's not going to make you be on their level. So you either work hard and, and get there, and and that's it. So yeah. that's how I feel about the whole situation. And really, like it goes back to the whole YouTube and the, the whole uh, flagging stuff. Is it's like you're really not letting people. You're not really letting people be themselves. Right. And and essentially what it is is you're they they are seeking to control the flow of information because the more information people have the better the better they do and the less they rely on certain things. Yeah. And that's why I believe identity politics has become so prevalent in recent times because the the antithesis to identity politics is this it's either you you're a minority or you're a female or you're some sort of marginalized person and um you're not equal to whoever in most cases the cis uh, cisgender uh, white male in most cases that's that's who the comparison is to so either you rely on a politician to propel you to that level yeah. minus because that equation is minus the information or the opposite of it is you get the information and figure out how that person became as prominent yeah. as they became. So how do you do that? You control the flow of information because if you could control the flow of information, then you could keep this person reliant upon the politician because once they have that information now it's like oh wait the the information dictates how they did it oh wait the information dictates that these politicians are really just using me as a pawn you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. so if you don't want that out you're gonna you're gonna censor it or you're gonna flag it or you're gonna block it because you don't you don't want that and yeah. then you're seeing that and then how do you how do you justify the 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 block of the flow of information by saying that it's offensive or by saying that it's negative or by yeah. saying it's not right you know that's how you you justify it you know oh you gotta shut shut up it, it's it's really no different than when slave owners didn't want slaves to learn how to read it's yeah. exactly that like yeah. you block the flow of information to keep them where they're at yeah you know so no we don't want you listening to the 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 logic of Dr. Jordan Peterson. No, we don't want you listening to the logic of Ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. Or we don't want you listening to the logic uh, fused with humor of Steven Crowder. We don't want you... We got to block that because 
if you get that information and you retain that information, you may one day be put in a situation where you revert back to that information and say, hey, you know what? They were right about this. No, they you they want you reliant upon the machine. Yeah, yeah, and and that's uh, it's it's a scary thing. People don't see it. People people need to pay attention to these things, but it's like the people they let it they let it happen, which is which was a little refreshing in seeing that when that guy from Google got fired, there was an uproar. Yeah, because you start seeing that you know maybe people even aren't even sleeping. people on the left were yeah. upset about it. Yeah. And, and that's good because because you need you need that <laughs> you need to have a voice as a person and <clears throat> if if you give that up and then just rely on other people politicians then um they have control over you and and let's not forget that these people work for us we don't work for them you know what I'm saying and and, and we know this us too what I'm saying because we live here in Chicago and we know what it is to 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 be controlled so much by by the government over here because that's how they they're able to pass laws to tax this tax that tax this tax that and it's because and, and it's all in the name of oh you know you're marginalized oh man oh poor you oh oh Laquan McDonald oh this oh the cops are coming after you and it's like nothing gets better everything gets worse and then more money comes out of your pocket and you're like oh shit what the yeah. fuck what happened let me talk about this on YouTube flagged. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then and then you have even politicians that give in to the nonsense of it. But what you are seeing, and this is the good thing, that people are responding differently and they're responding against it. Because I saw this yesterday. Um, some Democratic politician is a, a, a black female lady, Harris Camila Harris, I want to say. I know her last name is Harris. I'm not 100% on her first name. She had tweeted out, because uh, yesterday apparently was the anniversary of Mike Brown. You know, his death. Uh, yeah. You know, that's the one uh, that attacked Officer Darren Wilson. And, you know, that was the hands up, don't shoot movement and all that. Yeah. Well, it was the anniversary. And then there was she was pretty much saying, you know, RIP Mike Brown. Matter of fact, let me pull up the, the exact tweet because i don't want to i don't want to be is it the california center yeah kamala harris kamala yeah. harris mm-hmm. okay and uh do you have the tweet there the tweet no no i'll, I'll find it it was I got it right here. which it was about about uh, mike, mike brown. brown yeah it, it was a whole thing because it was the anniversary so it was a uh, hashtag mike brown that was the 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 twitter trend fucking twitter <laughs> oh man twitter twitter is great oh yeah twitter twitter can just entertain me for for hours here it is i think i pulled it up is it today we remember mike brown and hashtag uh and recommit to ensuring truth transparency and trust in our criminal justice system yeah exactly that was it uh so essentially what what she's alluding to in that tweet is that what is that black s- men should aspire to be by the way mike brown not no, like no. a bill cosby or a fucking like you know uh chris rock or like a fucking well bill cosby at this point probably would not be a <laughs> to people but i'm saying like pill yeah. cosby <laughs> <laughs> pill cosby <laughs> no like a chris rock or a you know 
Well, shit, uh, actually, Tupac actually, Bill Cosby, you should aspire to be like him because it has he, he hasn't been found guilty yeah, of anything. Yeah, yeah, I know. But we live in this great nation where you're innocent until proven <laughs> and guilty. And even then, and, 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 and then if you compare the parallels between Mike Brown and and uh, Bill Cosby, you it's were about like to say Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Bill, <laughs> I was about to say Bill Cosby. No, but like Bill Cosby is like Bill Cosby has done way more for the African American community than than Mike Brown will ever do yeah and it's like and then you see the parallels mike brown is a hero bill cosby's not aka pill cosby no. yeah isn't, isn't that crazy <laughs> you know what i'm saying like this is a fucked up world man this is a fucked up world but but her tweet alludes to there being something done wrong in 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 the in the process of of the law yeah which even the doj Obama's DOJ yeah. looked into it and saw hey, nothing was no, done wrong. Like no. everything, even Obama's DOJ. So, like, bitch, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Or, or are you? Or do you know you're not talking about anything? You're just so damn reliant upon identity politics yeah. that that's all you have because you know, as Democrats, you don't have a message about taxes. You don't have a message about health care. You don't have a message about international issues. You don't even really have an issue about uh, a message about social issues. Yeah. All you have is you're holding on to that last handle of identity politics. And even that's starting to fail because people yeah. are like, no, it, it, it's not right. Politician. And and, and yeah. the logic is, is overpowering it. Yeah. And, it, and it's and it's tiring because like then you, you we talked about this earlier when you said someone tweeted about they're not listening to Jay-Z because he's rich. Fuck you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people fucking, uh, they're all on Mike Brown's nuts. Nah, you should be on, on someone else's who who's who you should aspire to be like. Like, Dr. Dre or Jay-Z or, like I said, Chris Rock or, like, but all these people say something and then it's like you get against them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck you, man. Like, su some successful shit, but, but uh, yeah. some dude that robs a convenience store and attacks a cop. Yeah, who's dude? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about dude. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like you know, I'm not, I obviously don't wish death upon nobody, but but like obviously he was asking for that situation to to escalate to what it did. So why why are we supposed to have like memorials for this guy? I don't understand. Like have memorials for someone else that that I would I, like. What was that guy? Uh, uh Castile, the um, Philando uh, Castile. Philando Castile. He was a good man who happened to to because I saw the video when. When dude, I guess, well, they didn't show him reaching, but like, at least, at least talk about him. Like, cause they, when they did a background on who he was, he was like a badass dude. You know, it just happened to be a terrible, terrible mistake. An asset to his community. Yeah, yeah. an asset to his community. Like, fuck Mike Brown. Fucking call it Philando, Philando uh, Castile Day or some shit. At least choose the right person who got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, you, you want to make these people that are not good or haven't contributed to anything and like, you know, and make them into like some type of like, some type saint. of hero. Yeah, yeah it's like, crazy. Uh, get out of here. But um, sort of uh, walking this tightrope of of identity politics. In yeah, I know earlier I mentioned which you know what I'm still trying to remember that damn website. I, it's gonna irk me. I gotta find it. The the website where I said what well, can can make a, a college classrooms obsolete by learning a. a trait or a skill by a specialist online you're gonna you're gonna remember when this episode I, I i probably am like anyway anyway um when i was listening to the podcast uh, for uh the brilliant idiots podcast they were talking about 
this situation that Charlemagne and the rest of the people in the Breakfast Club are currently going through because I guess they're getting some backlash from the transgender community. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this. Yeah, uh, I saw that. On the, it w- actually, he was. Uh, they were protesting on uh, Politicon. Yeah, no, but this is th- this has to do with with what what caused that protest. So what what happened was there um, there was this comedian Lil Duval on the Breakfast Club, yeah. and the the issue of transgenders came up, which yeah. apparently like calling them transgender now, according to the podcast and what they were talking about on the podcast. Uh, you can't say transgender. It's like transgender man, transgender woman. Like you have to specify. And anyway, the I, the yeah, I know the it's, rules. Uh, the rules are starting uh, to get yeah, muddied. Yeah, so many rules. <laughs> so anyway, um, they asked they asked Lil Tuval, like you know, he's a comedian. Obviously, they asked him, um, would you sleep with a transgender? And you know. I don't know what happened or what he said or whatever, yeah. but he did say or somehow it came up that if he ever found out that he had slept with a transgender and like that information wasn't disclosed that this person sex. used to be a man, yeah. that he would kill them. But like it was, he said it jokingly. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, <laughs> obviously. Which like, would be very dishonest of that person. If, if the person was like, hey, I'm a trans, I used to be a man, I'm a woman now. And then you go on and do whatever you do, then well, yeah, that would be wrong. But that that would be like fucked up. <laughs> Hell yeah, it would be fucked up. I'm out. That's like that's like if someone someone's like, you know, oh hey, you have you have uh you have sex with someone. Like, oh yeah, by the way, I just uh you know fucking I just shot up some some heroin with like a fucked up ass needle that someone else was <laughs> like, what? Why didn't? You? Oh shit, what the fuck just happened? Like this information that you did not disclose that you should have disclosed because it's kind of big information exactly so so what uh what i'm alluding to and the reason i brought this up is that they said this in the podcast and i had read this before and i just wanted to know what you thought about that did you know that the transgender community says that any guy who doesn't want to sleep with a, a man or a transgender woman that used to be a man and they you know they know that they used to be a man is transphobic like how how are you fucking how i don't want to sleep with a man so how am i transphobic because i i'm not gay how what the fuck like how crazy is this getting that like now you could be deemed transphobic if you're out somewhere you're out yeah. somewhere and a transgender man or woman or whatever the fuck, uh, somebody that used to be a man approaches yeah. you, and you and you decline them and you shoot them down. Now you're transphobic because because you're not you don't want to sleep with somebody that used to That's be a man. That's fucking ridiculous. And I'll tell you why it's ridiculous. Because I have friends who aren't particularly fond of white women, or particularly fl- fond of black women or Asian women. It's called fucking preference. Right. That's what the fuck it's called. Like and racism. Yeah. No, just, <laughs> no, no, and just, racism. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm totally like shooting down my argument. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like, you know, like there's um, women who, who might like men who are clean shaven. Some that like scruffy. men with scruffy hair. Like there's preferences. So like if I don't want to be with a woman that well, used to be a man. 
then I mean that's just my preference. I want to be with a woman that used to be a woman and <laughs> still always, is a woman. That always has been a yeah. woman. <laughs> like like what the fuck? What's the problem here? What's transphobic about that? That's my choice. What what like so so I so you're being straight phobic because like you're fucking like converting yourself into a woman like you could start using their fucked up arguments against them really like if you start thinking about it yeah like, you know what I'm saying like you know well yeah like you like 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 uh, what we were talking about earlier yeah. like if it's like if it's wrong to call a transgender woman. A man, if she used to be a man, but she's already had the surgery, like, well, if you, yeah, because you could say that, well, my set of identity politics dictates that I identify women by the ability to have children. So, yeah, if you want to play all kind of fucking mental gymnastics, then I could do the same thing too. So, to yeah. me, you're you're a man, and you'll always be a man. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't. I don't know how it would be. Like, I feel like if it was somebody close to me, you know, or if it's it's something because I'm civilized. So if it's somebody close to me or somebody that, you know, I might work with or whatever that appears to be a woman and I just like it just kind of flows naturally, then, yeah, I'll probably say she. Yeah. But if if I don't know and I can't tell. You can't be mad. Yeah. You can't be mad. Yeah. And then also, at, at, the, at the same time, it's like, you know, you could just call them by whatever name they changed, too. You know? Right, right. Like, it's you Rebecca can do that. Now. All right, you know. Cool. What is what it is. So, I mean, and also, I don't feel that it's right for you to, like, have a problem with it in the sense of, like, this person is living their life. You just go over there and rain on their parade. Like, no, well, you know. Right now, you, you should let them live their life just no, like you're living you your life. You should never infringe on their life. I just don't like when they infringe on me and my thought process exactly. and how I speak. Yeah. Like, listen, you do whatever you do, but you're not going to control what the fuck I say because I, I, I can't fucking tell. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, for instance, like I, I, I was telling you earlier, yeah. at the Dunkin' Donuts that I go to in the morning sometimes, there's what appears to be. A man that wants to be a woman, but then I know that some women have like testosterone issues, so they grow facial hair. Like, so the honest to God truth is that I don't know what it is, and I'm not saying it to be you know offensive or demeaning, but I swear to the life of you, I cannot tell. Like, remember that fucking crazy ass, like obscure ass '90s movie, early '90s, maybe late '80s. It's Pat. Do you? I don't know if you remember that. No. Well, it, if you look it up, like that's just gonna make you life laugh. But it's Pat. I'm sure it's on YouTube. But it's Pat was like this movie yeah. where the whole premise revolved around this character Pat that you can't tell if it's a man or a woman. Oh shit. Yeah, it's like a comedy. It's like. Yeah. But it's that's how. Eye. That's how. Pat. It's that's how fucked up it is. Because yeah. it's like the way that. Pat looked, yeah, and plus the name Pat, like, yeah, you and the voice and the hair, you can't tell if it's a man or a woman. I don't even know if in the movie it's ever revealed, yeah, but that's literally like this person at Dunkin' Donuts, how they look. I, I cannot, Pat. I cannot tell. 
you know, so maybe how I'm expressing myself currently, maybe that is offensive to somebody, but I can't, I'm sorry, I can't, I don't know. Yeah, I can't help it, but to be confused about it. Please yeah. help me. I remember um, when we were Please younger. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the look of you, right? You just look so concerned. You need help. No, but uh, I remember when we were younger in high school, there used to be, uh, and again, I don't know what it was. But I've never been scared of a human being. Like, okay, like no, that's good. I've never been like, but like real fear. I'm not talking about like, I'm trying to be funny or nothing. And I'm pretty sure you've seen it too. I don't know what it was, but it was like real pale. And always like riding the bike around like 55th. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but, yeah, but like I, the skin was so pale. And then they always had sunglasses. Yeah. I've never been and like scared long hair, of another human. Yeah. But like always in a ponytail. Yeah. Dude, that shit fucked me up. Like that shit would scare me. Like I was like, I don't, like, like I would have. I, no, I know exactly. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know them personally, but I <laughs> I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I and I've seen this, it. Yeah, like on different occasions. In I don't know if it was a girl. It looked most like if it was a woman, but it looked like an alien ass woman. Like, yeah, so I don't know what it was. That this has nothing to do with with what we're talking about. But I'm just saying, like, well, kind of, but. That shit was the scariest shit it? ever. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, so if anyone knows, if you could comment um, on our podcast. Yeah, you know. you give us a five-star rating. <laughs> no, but but yeah, that shit used to freak me the fuck out. I've never been, like, afraid of another human being, but I, I like, and even the way it moved. It was like something that would come out of, like, the Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Manson video, you know? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I'm yeah. scared. So let's... uh. Let's end this episode on a very weird note with Jesus that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry what, I shared this. What was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. no. Shit is but, great. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is the Hanging with Apes podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. We're out there. Tell your friends about us. Send them the episode. Send them the link. Let them know. Hanging with Apes. You can visit us at audioapesmusic.com. We talk about all kind of stuff. So if we, we're talking about something that you think somebody you know will be interested in, share it with them. Send them the episode. Text it. Tweet it to them. However however you prefer. Um, follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes at yeah. Audio Apes audiosmusic.com visit our website check out our music our music videos yeah and a music video will be coming soon so stay tuned peace peace